Welcome to Awakened and Alive After 40, a weekly podcast about stepping outside of the box and into a life that is true to who you really are. We're your hosts, Dominique and Carrie, two 40-something-year-old friends and coaches who are on a journey to live the second half of our lives with greater flow and ease. Our passion is to guide and support our clients in becoming their most authentic and aligned selves. We love digging into a variety of topics and sharing some of our insights and perspectives through our coaching lenses. We both spent the first half of our lives trying to fit into a box only to realize we were burnt out and searching for a better way to do life. We are here to remind you that it's never too late to start living your best life. Let's get into today's episode. So Dominique and I were chatting the other day, as Mm -hmm. we do pretty regularly, (laughs) and we discovered something that we have in common that I think a lot of us don't feel comfortable sharing or talking about with friends or loved ones. Mm -hmm. I know when I finally shared this information with you, I was just so giddy actually where I was like oh somebody else that doesn't think it's a bad thing and I bet everyone is like what are you talking about what's your big secret obviously it's not since there's the title but we are talking about sleeping separately from our partners yeah and let's just start by talking about how conditioned we are to think that this is weird. Right. I know. Because I used to be one of those people. I oh, re- me too. Right. Did you? Yeah. I resisted. Oh, me too. I'm like, oh, what are people going to think? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I I, felt really uncomfortable telling. I mean, I don't tell people because, first of all, I'm like, it's no one's business. But <laughs> yeah. secondly, I think, what are they going to think? And for whatever reason, I felt super comfortable telling you, probably because we're both projectors, bringing it back to human design. Yeah. And it's especially good for projectors. And I'm assuming reflectors Yeah, to have that time alone. So your own energy can reset itself. Yep. And if you are a little bit familiar with human design, or if you're not even projectors, we tend to have a lot of open centers. And that means we absorb a lot of energy from our environment during the day. And it's not ours to hold on to. And when we are releasing the energy, that's when we are sleeping, when we're horizontal. But it's said that we can continue to hold on to excess energy, even from our partners because of their aura penetrating our aura. So there needs to be separation in order for us to come back into balance. And that actually has nothing to do with why my partner and I started sleeping separately, but it's just been a side benefit that I have yeah. really felt. Yeah. Um, ours was much more practical. Right now, we are staying with my family as we're still in this transition time of coming back to the U.S. And the guest bedroom that we were staying in has this tiny full-size bed. And we were really used to a bigger size bed. And it's he and I and our cat 
sleeping in that bed. And it was like we were both waking up stiff and uncomfortable. And my partner has asthma. So he in this older mattress was having all kinds of reactions to that. And he's like, I just need to sleep somewhere else. I bet it was because the cat was taking up so much room, huh? Right. Because, we all know how pets are. Uh huh. Because I know my dog takes up like three quarters of the bed. But yeah, yeah. no. And yeah. you don't want to disturb your beautifully sleeping pet. No, you're going to get the worst night's sleep before you ever disturb your pet. That <laughs> was we for do. sure a huge piece of it because like one of us would wake up, whoever ended up smushed between the cat and the other person woke up completely oh. stiff and uncomfortable and like yeah. slept terribly. Yeah, that's that's awesome to hear that you kind of it, and I know it's awkward because not only, you know, been together for so long, but now you're living with family and just making do is in my mind really hard because you're balancing a lot of emotions with everything going on in a household that isn't fully yours. Yeah. And for for me at least, I know that sleep is what is going to allow me to tolerate so much more. So it's, um, it sounds like that's something that you guys also came to recognize too, from our conversation where you just, you felt like you were just more balanced emotionally too. Once you started sleeping separate. Completely. And sleep is really important to both of us. We're both pretty good sleepers. So it was really unusual for us to be sleeping so poorly when we were still trying to sleep together. And it was just like affecting our moods, affecting Mm -hmm. our productivity. And it just can throw off your whole week if you have one night of terrible sleep. Absolutely. And for myself, my husband is a horrible sleeper. So I'm kind of like, I sleep great. You give me a, a table and I'll fall asleep on it anywhere. But my husband, not so much. He really has to have some sort of stimulus, like the, the TV on in order to shut his brain down. And for me, again, I can sleep anywhere, but it started to really affect me where I wasn't sleeping as good. And I was a little nervous, you know, at first saying like, oh, hey, I'll go sleep in this room, which is just across the way, because I I was worried that he would think, you know, it was because of him, which it kind of was. No, (laughs) but I didn't want to hurt any feelings. And I mean, I've had friends in the past make comments about other friends that slept separately and they weren't the nicest comments and kind of stuck with me. Yeah. And so I was like, ah, I'll just, I'll, I'll let it pass. But like yourself, I started to notice that I was definitely more moody. I was not productive. I was more emotional too, because I wasn't getting sleep. So now I sleep in a separate room, probably 50% of the time. And as I started doing this, I was just paying attention to how I felt. Even if I woke up a lot when sleeping by myself, I still felt so much more refreshed. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, this, this is catching on to something. Then I heard about how projectors can benefit 
from the sleep. And then I, well, first I learned that I was a projector and I was like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. And um, so now, yeah. yeah, it totally aligned for me when I found out. And it's like something you don't, because of our conditioning, you don't want to admit, like I sleep better, not next to you person. Yeah. I love, I know, but I, know. I do. And we've always joked another reason that I just love when I turn the light out at night, if I'm sleeping separately, the light is out. It's dark. I know I'm ready for sleep and I'm the only one that has to be of concern because mm. he'll maybe still be on his iPad or still wanting to read. And I don't know what it is. I think I have really thin eyelids or something, but I can tell <laughs> even when my eyes are shut that a light is on. Yeah. And it's so annoying. Like I can't fall asleep like that. So I've used like eye masks and eye pillows yeah. and all these things, but I still just sleep better when the light is out. It's completely dark. It's exactly how I want it to my yeah. comfort level. Oh my gosh, you're speaking to me because yeah, I that's the same exact thing where it's like, okay, when I'm ready for bed, I want to just be like done. I don't want to have anything else affecting it. And when I am sleeping in the room with my husband, like I bury myself under the covers so I can't see the light from the TV. And I've learned to drown out just the the sound from the TV. But then you add on top of it, I have a French bulldog who snores. Mm -hmm. My husband tends to snore. I actually took audio of it the other night and I didn't show it to him yet. I'm going to show it to him <laughs> today because I'd be like, this is what I put up with because I love you so much. <laughs> yeah. But those things like can really impact us even when we're trying to like be loving and appreciative and accepting. It's like, but I also just want to sleep. And I know that we are speaking from a place that a lot of people don't have. I don't know the right word I want to say here. Don't have the same experience because we don't have small children. And I mm -hmm. know that having kids throws off the sleep schedule and throws off yeah. all kinds of sleep. So that's not something that is even part of our equation. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, big difference with that. And and of course, having the room to go somewhere else to sleep, although I feel like I would, you know, sleep in my basement if I had to, but it's, it's something where I definitely appreciate that I'm able to kind of separate, get into another space that I know is going to be comfortable for me. I'm going to be well-rested. I'm going to be a better wife, a better coach, a better therapist, because sleep is that important to me. And for the longest time, I would wake up just grumpy and short with my conversations with my husband because I just didn't sleep well, especially after a long day at work at the clinic when I was working full-time at the physical therapy clinic. And if I didn't sleep well, the next day, it was just a total disaster for me. I wasn't, I wasn't replenished. Right. And I think, you know, when we, as women, I think we're wired like this as projectors, I think we're wired like this, that when we can feel the person next to us isn't sleeping well or is tossing and turning. 
we can't just ignore that and continue sleeping ourselves. I know I couldn't. Um, So I was always concerned, like, is he okay? What's wrong with him? Like, should I check in on him? And I couldn't just let myself fall into my natural sleep cycle. Oh my God. That, that is exactly me too. And even my husband will be like, stop, stop touching my hair. Because if I kind of caress his hair, like it feels good on the scalp and I'm like, okay, this will help him get to sleep. And he's like, stop touching my hair, go to sleep. And I'm like, I can't stop my hands from (laughs) trying to comfort you. And yes, it is absolutely very, very much the same thing for me. And I came to the point where, you know, of course, communicated to my husband that, hey, I feel better. I feel refreshed. I feel like a better person when I sleep by myself. And it has nothing to do with anything else. Mm -hmm. I just want to be in a good mood. I want to be present. I want to be happy as much as possible. And he's totally okay with it. And now I think he even realizes how much better he sleeps because before he was like, oh, but I like to have you next to me. And which, yes, I understand. I get it. But it's not working for me all night, every night. (laughs) And I wonder where that sort of um, confusion between intimacy and sleep Mm -hmm. got blurred. Yeah. Like. I'm sh- I just I want to sleep like it has nothing to do with the other person my feelings for the other person yeah. um at all uh but we've really we've mixed those two ideas of you have to sleep with the person you're intimate with in order for it to count or something right. I don't know in order for them to know that you love them and yeah and and it's the thing it's like For me, I would always ask myself, well, why is it so important to me or other people who, you know, believe or think that's how it should be? You're married. And for me, I was like, you're sleeping. You don't know. You don't know what the person's doing when you're sleeping. You're you're conked out. So nothing's happening in the in that time. So it didn't to me. I was like, it's not that important. What's important is that you take care of your health by getting the right amount of sleep. And, yeah. um, and I think there's still even things we don't even understand and know about sleep, about how, you know, we're basically like turning off our conscious mind and just letting our subconscious mind be free and active. And so it's like when you're sleeping next to someone, what's happening energetically between the subconscious minds, mm-hmm. we don't know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So. Overall, I feel like personal choice, you know, your decision, of course, if uh, sleeping separately is something that you've found really works for you or your loved one, then it's only going to make relationships stronger and better if you're caring for your physical and emotional well-being that way. And I say, just keep doing you. I know yeah. for me, I, my husband and I will continue to do things the way we've been doing because it's working. I am feeling good about it. He's perfectly fine with it. Yeah. Something I remind myself um, that my Enneagram teacher 
says a lot, Christy Rouse. She says that we're our own boss and we make our own rules. Mm -hmm. We don't have to live by the rules that we've been taught or conditioned to think are the right way to do things. Mm -hmm. And the takeaway from this episode, I think, should probably be we shouldn't expect everyone to do everything the same way. And if a friend or someone in your life is sleeping separately from their partner, just be cool with it. Like, don't think it's strange. Don't yeah. make make them feel bad. Yeah. Um, because everyone's different. Everyone's different. Everyone has different needs. And if people love sleeping side by side and love sleeping in the same bed, like that is amazing too and mm-hmm. beautiful and valid. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, it, it just, I think it comes down to just being okay with what works for you and following that throughout life. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please consider sharing it with friends and or family. We'd be incredibly grateful if you rated and reviewed the podcast on your preferred listening platform as it really helps. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can connect with us through our websites or Instagram, which are all linked in the show notes. We'd love to hear from you. Our theme song was written by Michael Ahrens.